how we ingest media is ever changing. Just as CDs and DVDs are becoming overshadowed by streaming content, radio stations fight the same war with podcasts. As consumers, we long for content we can enjoy, but we want to enjoy it on our time. With podcast popularity skyrocketing, how can our organizations get ahead of the curve and use them to our advantage? Let's get to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the ROI Podcast presented by the Indiana University Kelly School of Business. I'm your host, Matt Martella, alongside Associate Dean Phil Powell. If this is your first time tuning in, we just want to say thanks for checking us out. We work hard to put out a weekly show that helps organizations make better business decisions. If you have a topic you'd like for us to discuss, questions we can answer, or a guest you want to hear from, send us an email to ROIPod, that's R-O-I-P-O-D at I-U-P-U-I edu. Did you know that according to Apple, there are currently over 550,000 active podcasts around the globe? These shows have produced over 18.5 million episodes. So for you that have subscribed, we are so honored you chose us. And according to a study done by both Nielsen and Edison Research, 64% of Americans, that's 180 million folks, are familiar with the term podcast, and 44% of the U.S. population, or about 124 million people, have ever listened to a podcast at least once. That's huge. What was once seen as an underground radio scene has evolved into a major industry. Yet, the good news is that there's still so much room for growth in this medium. So in honor of International Podcast Day, we sat down with co-founder of Podchaser, Cole Raven, a company dedicated to centralizing the podcast content from around the globe. Cole's helping us unpack why every organization should embrace podcasting, whether it's buying ad time on a show, or creating our own podcast as a company. It all starts with seeing the shift from following a radio network to following an industry leader. Regarding radio shows, there are still uh, there are still the same radio shows that have now transitioned over to podcasting, which are still providing kind of the same general format. But what I'm seeing is that you find like professors at schools or you find industry ex experts on a specific topic um, talk about things like, you know, diet and weight loss or fashion or anything. And instead of following maybe a radio network, you're following an influencer or an industry leader. You're seeing the same shift with even people on Instagram and YouTube. They're, they're supplementing their brand with, with podcasting on a very specific niche topic, which is why you can find podcasts about anything. Once you understand that and see see the shift, then um, I think that you can, you can think of new ways to leverage the medium. And what better way to leverage this medium than thinking about how listeners take in podcast content? This is a very intimate space. Think about it. Those who listen either wear headphones or plug it into their car stereo system. Audiences are engaged. They have to go the extra mile to access the podcast. They listen with purpose and intention. As Cole said, and by the way, Cole's a Kelly School grad, because shows are extremely niche, audience members come excited about an episode. So the question is, how can our businesses or organizations leverage this? It starts with advertisements, of course. Like radio, we want to buy commercial time. According to the Interactive Advertising Bureau and Edison Research, 65% of listeners are likely to buy a product 
after hearing an ad in a podcast. Let me repeat that. 65% of listeners are likely to buy a product after hearing the ad on a podcast. And from what I'm hearing in some other articles I'm actually reading, some are saying this is like the holy grail of demographics to market to because you have such a high conversion rate. So our first thing as an organization we can do in order to take advantage of the podcast medium is just get in early on these advertisements. Just the awareness for the term podcasting or the number of people who have listened to a podcast in the last month has grown by double digit percentages in the last few years. It's gone from in the teens to now nearly 30% of people listen to podcasts or say they listen to podcasts on a regular basis. But I think that, you know, as industry leaders become more aware of the impact podcasting is having and how they can reach also niche audiences because through through Podchaser or through through other means if you search for uh, a very specific topic on something that you want to learn about you can find something on it somebody in the world of podcasting has talked about what you want to learn about so Phil I'm I'm not one for buying into commercials you know I watch my TV I see infomercials and it almost turns me away from some products because they're pinned to be too good to be true. Um, you know, I like knowing data. I like hearing from actual people who have used the product, why it works, or I just, I need to make a connection with the brand or, or understand like their, their reasoning for putting this product, not just, I want to sell it to you because you're a person that would buy it. So for me recently, the only times I've actually bought a product have been through podcast ads. In fact, I just recently bought a leadership book because I heard the author speak as a guest on a leadership podcast that I follow. Not only was I engaged with the conversation, I was moved and compelled to buy the book. So as part of the 65% likely to buy a product from podcast ads, this is huge for business. You know, if I'm a business owner listening to this podcast and I'm trying to expand my sales, I'm going, oh, wow, what an opportunity. But of course, like anything else, Matt, this has to be done the right way. You know, your example's great. Here's a show that you listen to for personal growth. You made the choice to plug in and listen. You gained knowledge you were seeking. And they offered you a product that takes you to the next level, which you bought, which complements the reason why you listen to the podcast. So as organizational leaders, we have to be strategic in how we market in this medium. This is a very loyal group that listens. It's got to be spot on what you're offering. It's all about finding the right niche audience to cater to. We have to find the shows who have an audience that fit our demographic clients, very specific demographics. However, if we offer a product for everyone, then trying to get ad time on the major podcast networks may be a better option. Traditional niche podcasts, not good for mass market product. Plus, it doesn't come across as authentic anyway. So if you jump on this opportunity early enough, you can be the lead sponsor for a show. For example, the incredibly popular podcast show, Serial, is sponsored by MailChimp, whose 19-second ads have become as recognizable as the show itself. With so many diverse and growing shows, there's a great demand for advertisement, which helps get your product out at a much lower price. Another thing to look at is just the advertising dollars moving toward it. If you look at podcasting as a whole compared to radio as a whole, uh, the cost to reach people through podcasting is right now a tenth of the price of radio, mostly just because of a lack of awareness. People, it's such a new thing, but you see uh, 
major brands advertising on podcasts and, and basically taking it over. You know, that you hear the same ads you know, on every single podcast. Um, they they wouldn't have been doing that for the last three years if it hadn't worked really well. This is just one and the most obvious way to take advantage of the podcast medium. The second way and the way we're gonna really unpack is to create your own show as an organization. We're gonna explore three takeaways on why your organization needs to start podcasting. The first reason why is to help your market learn more about your company and gain a deeper understanding of your industry. You can use podcasts as more than just an advertising platform. If you wanna get into podcasting, you don't have to pay 15 or $20 CPM to advertise on one of the major podcasts. You can uh, start your own and it's not that expensive. Um, all you need is a microphone and some you know, editing software and maybe pay somebody to outsource that. You, there are plenty of services out there that do that. And as long as you have a clear goal and a vision for what you wanna get out of it, um, that's, that's absolutely essential. Don't just make a podcast for the sake of making a podcast. There are too many of those out there. Um, but if you have a clear goal and a vision for what you want to get out of it, then uh, there's really no downside. It's just a supplement to all the other marketing and media that you're putting out there because people want to consume content in in different ways. Now we've started to see major brands like eBay has their own podcast. You know, McAfee has their own podcast. All these all these big brands have their own podcast because they see it as as a way to reach reach their audience in in a more organic way because the stories they're telling on their podcasts aren't just selling like the eBay brand necessarily. It's telling the story about how uh, a mom and pop shop owner has transitioned from a brick and mortar business to an eBay business. You know, it's, it's telling real stories of real people instead of just advertising at people. So I would say if you get into podcasting, it shouldn't at all be about you or your brand. It, sh- it should be 100% about the guest that you have on or about some very valuable piece of content that you can deliver for free to your audience that they're going to really enjoy and engage with and that that's something that you can you can share that's going to get likes it's going to get shares it's going to it's it'll it'll get in front of your audience simply because it's uh, it's valuable and not just another you know another billboard the Kelly School of Business launched this podcast in April 2017 for some very specific reasons first of all we understood that our market, especially for those seeking an MBA or other graduate degrees, they take in podcasts like water, and they especially want podcasts that give them personal guidance on how to elevate their career, make them more productive, make them more effective leaders. So we've made sure that our content both showcases uh, research that our faculty are doing that translates immediately into the work environment to make our listeners more successful, We've wanted to tell the stories of entrepreneurs and of very successful businesses that redefine their marketplace, that change the conversation on how to deliver their good or service in their market. Those are very inspiring stories. And we also like to highlight thought leaders who are on the cusp of new insights from the data and new observations from out there that maybe people don't understand leads to better practice. And again, we wanna keep this practical We want to make sure that our listeners can listen to the podcast, walk into work, walk into their business, and immediately start to apply those principles. And I think that's what's helped to drive our growth. And it comes back to the mission of the Kelly School of Business, which is to graduate talent 
and disseminate knowledge that makes companies globally competitive. And I think too, as organizational leaders, just for starting a podcast, it could help us hear ourselves speak about why our organization exists. It forces us to be clear and concise when we're speaking and educating our market than if we were just to write it up on a board or have it in an email document or somewhere else. It's digestible. It allows our listeners to really connect with what we're doing. And it gives us as organization leaders an opportunity to make that intimate personal connection with the podcast. So the second reason why your organization should start a podcast is to have a reason to connect with major leaders within your industry. So when you say, I have a podcast, do you want to be on it? People know what that means. People didn't know what that meant five or 10 years ago. They thought that, you know, oh boy, I'm going to go interview in this guy's garage. But now uh, it's it's a serious thing. If, if you're going to be on somebody's podcast, like that's almost an honor now. So like if you work with, with a business or an organization and you're a part of the marketing department or PR or whatever, um, I think it's a great decision to make a podcast because you can, you can connect with people outside of your organization. If you want to maybe use it as a new sales channel or sales funnel, you can, as the VP of sales for a company, use that as an opportunity to reach out to another organization and say, hey, do you want to be on my podcast and talk about SEO or talk about, you know, new ways that your team has been effective in cold calling, you know, you just, just different things. And not only is that creating really good content that is going to help people find you online, it's now you've built a relationship with that person that you just interviewed that maybe you had no other reason to reach out to them before, but now you have a great reason. Now you have a reason to talk to them and it's, more than just just a cold outreach it's offering them an opportunity to um, to do something to help them too uh, instead of just you know helping yourself so let me ask you Phil as associate dean of the school talk about that relationship piece that how it's benefited you just building that relationship over an interview because it's really a win-win because here they are sharing their ideas, sharing some learning expertise, sharing something for our listeners and, and helping them. And at the same time, you're able to just build a relationship because you're having a conversation. You know, as the cost of college education has gone up, Matt, society is making universities more accountable to the value that they deliver. One of the complaints that we hear about higher ed is that universities are not accessible. Well, the podcast reverses that, right? The Kelly School has a great reputation globally, nationally, locally here in Indianapolis. And what I like about the podcast, it sort of opens up our doors and says, come on in, tell us your story. And we've got this compendium of stories that accumulate over time. And some of these podcasts I have instructors using in their class. So it's just a win, 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 win. For any organization, a podcast just creates so many benefits, not only to drive visibility in your marketplace, but just to lift morale, to bring in partners, give them a chance to, to share their ideas. It's just a great way to build community. So the third reason why every organization should start a podcast is it really helps you engage your employees. I think it's a great decision to make a podcast because you can connect with people within your organization in a new way. So where these companies like you know Salesforce, they've got thousands and thousands of employees, um, it gives the marketing or PR management a way to maybe engage their employees in a different way, like having a podcast about the culture of the company. You know, they could bring it, bring them into their office and talk about that. This becomes an easy way to speak with familiar language about your company culture. And it allows your employees to connect with your leadership on their time. It also creates actionable talking points for managers with their team members, keeping the company, especially as it grows, on the same track. 
and they can access the conversations on their time. This is what makes podcasts powerful. So let's recap. Podcasting has exploded in popularity over the past few years, giving organizations an opportunity to grow as well. The most obvious way is to pay for advertisement space on popular shows. With 65%, again, with 65% of listeners likely to buy a product from a podcast, and this is according to the Interactive Advertisement Bureau and Edison Research, this seems like a no-brainer. However, your organization can also gain more benefits by starting your own podcast. Many major companies like eBay and McAfee use these mediums to create organic connections with their market by telling personal stories, not only promoting their brand with success. First, this allows your market access to education about your organization or your industry. With a microphone and editing software, the cost for podcasting is next to none. Just remember, your episodes need to be all about your guest or a valuable piece of information people can walk away with, not a platform for your brand promotion. Second, podcasts allow us access to high-level guests, industry leaders, or government officials we would not be able to get otherwise. This gives them a way to get their message out while giving us an opportunity to have their attention and build a relationship. Finally, this can also be a great way to engage our own employees. Whether it's building our culture, educating them on our vision, or keeping everyone up to speed, podcasts are on demand, so we don't have the headache of trying to schedule everyone into a meeting at the same time. It also allows our managers to have talking points with their team, increasing their influence and leadership within the organization. If you've enjoyed our podcast, let us know. Be sure to leave us a review on your favorite app. If you would like to get a hold of us, send us an email at ROIPod, that's R-O-I-P-O-D, at IUPUI.edu. This has been another episode of the ROI Podcast presented by the Indiana University Kelly School of Business. I'm your host, Matt Martella, alongside Associate Dean Phil Powell, where we work hard to put out weekly episodes that helps organizations make better business decisions. We'll see you next week.